Hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode. My name is Researcher Jove, and today we're going to be looking at SCP-1983, Doorway to Nowhere. Object class, Keter, presumed neutralized. This episode talks about an abandoned house that, when entered, leads to another world or existence that is made up of shadows and hostile beings. There is a log attached with a warning to any who might find it. So, let's jump right in. Item number, SCP-1983. Object Class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures. Outpost 54 has been built on the land surrounding SCP-1983 and disguised as a chemical plant. The plant building serves as barracks for Mobile Task Force Chai-13 Choir Boys. All entry points into Outpost 54 are to be guarded at all times. Personnel will review document 1983-12, which details the cover story to be given to any civilians expressing curiosity of the plant. All mobile task force personnel must profess strong religious beliefs per Chai-18 protocols. All ammunition stocked must have a silver or silver tilt projectile. A 24-hour watch is to be maintained on the front door of SCP-1983-1. Guards are to engage any instances of SCP-1983-2 on site. No personnel is to approach within 5 meters of SCP-1983-1 outside of the scheduled testing protocol. Update. Following the event of 1983-23, a stand down of Outpost 54 has been authorized. A skeleton crew will remain to monitor SCP-1983 for any further activity. Arms intended for use against instances of SCP-1983-2 are to be maintained at Outpost 54 Armory. Description SCP-1983-1 is a one-story farmhouse in blank country, Wyoming. It was abandoned in 1968 after a series of ritual murders allegedly performed by a satanic cult. Please see capture logs for SCP-blank for further details. The front of the door of SCP-1983-1, when opened, appears to contain a spatially or a spatial anomaly. Neither matter nor light has been observed to exit the doorway, save for instances of SCP-1983-2 although the anomaly is exothermic. SCP-1983-1 is accessible through other entrances, including windows, the back door, and entrances cut into the back of SCP-1983-1. However, the front room does not appear to exist inside of SCP-1983-1. Doors that should lead to the front room instead lead to other rooms inside the building. Measurements of the inside and outside of SCP-1983-1 are inconsistent. Holes cut through the interior of the walls that should lead to the front room lead instead to the outside walls around the front of SCP-1983-1, but stop three meters on either side of the doorway rather than going around. Attempts to drill into the front room of SCP-1983-1 from the outside have led to the exposure of smaller portions of the anomaly, 
though instances of SCP-1983-2 have not been observed to exit them. Further attempts to breach the wall have been forbidden by O5-03 due to the possibility of allowing increased potential for instances of SCP-1983-2 to appear and escape. SCP-1983-2 are biped creatures approximately 1.8 meters tall. They are vaguely humanoid and entirely black in color. They are highly aggressive and will engage a human on site. When an instance of SCP-1983-2 comes into contact with a human, they extend an upper limb into the human's chest cavity without any apparent damage to the skin or tissue. Though, or through unknown means, they then extract the heart, killing the human. Once it has acquired a human heart, the instance of SCP-1983-2 will return to 1983-1. Silver munition fired while offering prayer is the only known method of killing 1983-2. The precise form of the prayer or religion of the supplicant does not appear to matter so long as the prayer is sincere. Once killed, the bodies of SCP-1983-2 appear to disintegrate or degen yeah, disintegrate, leaving a small layer of sulfur. SCP-1983 was discovered after a series of mysterious deaths in the vicinity of Blank County. Foundation investigators encountered instances of SCP-1983-2 and were able to trace them back to 1983-1. Addendum 1. A team of Mobile Task Force Chai-13 was sent through the front door to attempt to investigate the anomaly. They did not return. However, shortly after they entered, the front door appeared closing appeared to be closed in the frame. No further manifestations of SCP-1983-2 have appeared. Addendum 2. A second assault team entered SCP-1983-1 to determine the fate of the first assault team. They did not return, and the door did not close. Shortly after manifestations of SCP-1983-2 appeared, Agent Morris entered the doorway, which closed shortly afterwards. Addendum 3. On May 23, 1989, D-14134 was given a closed-circuit camera tethered to a monitor by a 25-meter cord. He was instructed to examine as much of the area as he could and then attempt to return. Once through the doorway, feed from the camera was interrupted. The cord was pulled taut and then snapped. Several hours afterwards, the anomaly in SCP-1983-1 disappeared. Inside, the dissected remains of several agents were discovered, as well as the document 1983-15, an informal SCP report written by the agent within the anomaly. And it appears as followed. And this is going to be the log. Item number, pending. Object class, Keter. God help you. Special containment procedures. You're probably gonna die. This isn't a threat. I'm Agent Barclay. I'm in the middle of the goddamn thing, and I'm telling you, if you were here, you're probably gonna die. I'm probably gonna die. I'm probably already dead. So, 
that's out of the way, let's get to the containment procedures. There's really only one. Close the goddamn door. You aren't gonna get back through there. You've probably already tried, but we know we can't get out. Even, we know we can't get out, but we know that they can get out if they try hard enough. That's how we found this place to begin with. Hopefully you've already done that. I know we did once we gave up getting through. If you didn't, go straight back and close the door. That is your only priority right now. You're going to die anyway. Might as well do something good before you're gone. Description. So here's a tour, or so here's a story. Tell me if you've heard it before. The foundation gets reports of trouble in whatever USA. Cattle and wildlife are dying mysteriously. Some people turn up missing, and when a body shows up, the autopsy finds the heart is missing. Not cut out, not torn out, just gone. Empty space where the middle of the chest is. They find some sort of pitch black things floating around. Some brain at the foundation has seen something like this before and figures out how to kill them. Silver bullets and prayer to God as you fire. Literally though, for some reason it makes it work. Doesn't matter which God, but you better well mean it. I can't anymore, not after seeing the nest. Anyway, the foundation figures out there that it's all coming from here. Some house in the middle of nowhere. No one's lived in here for years. Not since blah blah blah, murder, 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 cults, rituals, you know. The main thing is, these things keep appearing out of the front door. A team goes in, but they never come back out. But then again, neither do the monsters. A singing person would say, good enough. Keep an eye on it, kill anything that comes out, and you're good. But this is the foundation. You're a tough agent from Mobile Task Force, whatever, whatever. Maybe the choir boys like me. Well, you go to bust down the door and run inside. And that's it. As soon as you enter, you're all screwed. The living room was bad enough. That's where they got O'Brien. They reached in and suddenly he kneeled over and one of them took his heart out uh, in its uh, claws, I guess. They're less distinct here. You probably noticed that. They're like shadows. Stay away from the light. I know it sounds stupid, but think about it. In the light, shadows are stronger. They have edges. It's when it's dark that they're indistinct. They can hardly touch you. They can't even see very well. I think they see by your shadow. I don't know. I'm just pulling out straws here, to be honest. You probably tried going back out the door. But if you haven't, don't. It leads someplace even worse. There aren't any monsters, but Jones, when he went too far from the house, I swear I saw him start to melt. Things started popping out of him, and all you need to know is that he didn't make it back. That's when we closed the door. So we started moving through the house. We kept to the light at first, before we wised up. There are three of us gone now, but we got a pretty good picture of our surroundings. This place? It's big. 
not just some farmhouse. It's like, it's like they stole bits and pieces of a lot of places and stuck them all together. There's some bits that look like an apartment, some that look like a shopping mall, and even what I swear to is a closet from my old high school. Same patterns on the tiles and everything. There's also bits that are made out of stuff. It's black, like shadow things. I mean, like the shadow things. And it's mostly in well-lit places. If the lights go out, you can stick your hand through it. But I don't recommend it. That's how we lost Torres. Something grabbed him and pulled him through. The hole wasn't big enough for his head, but he still went through eventually. So stay away from the light places, but watch your step when it's dark. Of course, there's no way out. We figured that out too. Any door you find, it either leads to another room in this house, or it leads you out there. And it's pretty obvious we can't live out there. So it's just wait until you starve to death or get attacked by one of those things. Great bunch of choices, huh? There's one thing you can do. I couldn't do it, but maybe you can. It won't help you live, I don't think, but it's, I think it's important. I'm pretty sure someone's going to have to, or these things are just gonna get out eventually. This place is stolen from a lot of places, so I, I'm thinking there has to be other doors. We closed all the ones we found, but what if they open again? and the foundation doesn't find them in time. Hell, I don't even know if they know about closing the doors. I'm just hoping that they figured out that if someone goes in, the things might stop from getting out. And that's assuming everyone's smart enough to close the door after they come in. So I think I figured out a way to stop these things. It's the nest. I only saw it once, for a few moments. We followed one of the bastards after they got Dinning's heart. It took it into a room that I guessed was the middle of this whole place. It's all black stuff, and they've dragged in every kind of light that they could find. Lamps, flashlights, candles, you name it. Some of them were carrying more in as we watched. Anyway, at the middle, there's a big pile of hearts, just tossed in a heap, all torn open, every single one. They threw Dinning's heart into the pile, and it started to beat then pulsed, and then thrashed around. Then it tore open, and one of those things pulled itself out of it. It shook itself off and started to grow until it was the right size, and then went right to work. The gross thing is that, torn apart as they were, the hearts kept beating. I swear I felt a twinge in my own chest. There were shadows in the place, I don't mean monsters, I mean real shadows, of people. Only there was no one to cast them. They were coming from the hearts. A new one appeared, a new one appeared at the same time as the hatchling monster and started to try to pull away, but couldn't. That's when I ran. I just couldn't take it, you understand. I wasn't trained for this kind of stuff. I heard the others behind me. I don't know if they were trying to stop me or if the bastard had spotted us, but we ended up getting separated. I found a nice dark closet that I've been hiding in for a while. I've been writing by pin light. 
I turn it off whenever I hear one of those things getting close, and it's worked so far. I can't go any further. I've got a few shots left in my gun, but I can't pray anymore. And mean it, anyway. Not after I saw the nest. But you, if you found this place, then you've got to be an agent, too. Maybe you're stronger than I was. If you can, go in and destroy the nest. Destroy every last heart. If you do, maybe it'll kill them. It's the only thing I can think of. You're probably gonna die doing it, but you're dead anyway, so... What's, what's it matter to you what happens? Me, I'm gonna try and get this report back to the living room, which is where I hope you will find it. Then I'm gonna make sure that they can't use my heart to make another one of those things. Good luck. Signing off. And this ends the log. SCP-1983 is presumed to have been neutralized by D-14134, who was awarded the Foundation Star after the log was recovered, and was only one of two D-Class personnel to ever receive this award. Due to the information contained in the document, it is believed that the anomaly has or was not localized as previously believed, and renewed resources have gone into attempting to locate similar incidents. And this ends the document. How creepy if it if this would have been real? It kind of seems like shadows are switching places with humans. So like how it was saying that when one monster came out, a person's shadow showed up and it looked like they were trying to pull away. Maybe they were just you know, our shadows, and they're tired of living in the shadows. Well, anyway, I hope you've all enjoyed this SCP and found it to be as interesting as I have. And I thank you all for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.